the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Let me push all the right buttons to make sure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. But Gil is going to back us up if you, if we need help. Right, Gil? Just say yes. Absolutely. So I'm going to turn me down and turn him up a little bit. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. This is a car show. You ask, uh, you ask us questions uh, about cars. And we start off with year, make, and model. We try to avoid the uh, conversation that the guy at Google said this, and, I, and I'll tell you why that is. Is the guy at Google is no better at fixing your car than I am over the phone. So I, I need to te- test exo- uh, what your exhaust is like, how much hydrocarbons and carbon monoxide. I, be, I need to be able to gun different temperature areas of your engine. And, and the code just means the problem is in Pennsylvania. We have to find the city, then the street, and then the house number. So the code doesn't mean, if you have an oxygen sensor code, it doesn't mean put an oxygen sensor code in there. You can't imagine how many times we have a lean condition, which means there's not enough fuel being delivered to the engine. We have a lean condition where the fuel filter's plugged up, and that's restricting the flow of fuel to the engine. So you can replace, you could have four oxygen sensors in your car on the exhaust and you can replace all four of them to the tune of about 600 bucks and at the end of the day you just killed the messenger because the messenger's still there that o2 sensor that oxygen sensor is going to keep screaming i don't see any fuel i don't see any fuel and then you're going to have to pay 150 dollars to have it diagnosed put in a stupid 45 dollar fuel filter and uh, all of a sudden the check engine light doesn't come on anymore so those are the kinds of things that I want to warn you about. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange. We ca- we f- we call it ATE, but Automatic Transmission Exchange. They've been around since 1968. Phil and his staff are tri- transmission diagnostic and rebuild experts. So they have a dynamometer where they actually get to take the transmission, rebuild it, then put it on this expensive piece of equipment and run it through all the gears to make sure everything is working. So if you need transmission work, 40th Street in Washington, automatic transmission exchange. Okay, um, first of all, if you know anybody who is an automobile technician and you're, they're looking for a job, I am looking for at least two technicians. Right now, technicians are moving around a lot. Um, it's because everybody's kind of chasing the rainbow and stuff like that. Plus, after COVID, um, they didn't make as much money, and neither did the shop. And some of them are looking for different places. So if you know anybody who is an automobile technician and has been in the industry more than five years, and they're looking for another place to land, then have him come and talk to Mark at Salem Boys. 
and we're in Tempe. We have all kinds of stuff. We work on all makes and models, but most of the time what we do, will you shut that door for me? The dogs are barking. They can probably hear the dogs barking. Anyway, most of the time, the guys work on cars that they're really, really good at. So we have import guys. We have Chevys and Ford and Toyotas and Hondas and, and Dodges and stuff like that. Hopefully, they're ASC certified in something. If they have diesel experience, that's great. Monday through Friday, all kinds of benefits. So they're off on Saturday and Sundays. And when the wives hear that, usually they say, hey, maybe you should talk to Mark. So... If you're interested, uh, marketmarksalem.com. Marketmarksalem.com is a great place to start. Again, the phone number is 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. There is, um, I'll just give you some examples of of this stuff that I deal with um, all the time. Uh, there's, There's quite a few friends of mine friends I've had for 20 and 30 years that have my cell phone numbers. So one guy calls the other day and he says, I got my car into a shop. And and, and, and let me explain too. There are dealerships, there are chain stores, there's independents, and then there's one-man shows. Our industry is made up of all of those. There are bad guys in every single category. So the percentage of bad dealers is the same as the present the the bad guys like me that you know are are not chain stores but we are independent auto repair shops so all of us have um those kinds of bad guys in our closet so i'm not belittling anybody because this happens all the way around so he had bought a service agreement and it was a warranty agreement and they said we're going to cover things that are wrong with your car well that didn't turn out because this guy had a $600 bill and they only paid $140 of it and they had a whole bunch of reasons why they didn't have to do it. Those are the kinds of things we're up against and the shop can't really hop on their white horse and go slay your dragon because you really need to be the one that's nice, polite, but firm. The other day a guy from a Mercedes shop called me and he goes, I got a story for you on radio with the aftermarket companies. You see, they don't pay shop supplies, environmental charges, sales tax. Then there's a whole bunch of other things they don't cover. So they may cover a fuel filter, but they're not going to cover anything else in the fuel system. And so anyway, he has a Mercedes shop and he has a window motor that goes bad. Now, a window motor is real simple. It has two different ways it's, it spins. If it spins clockwise, then the window goes up. If it spins counterclockwise, the window goes down. So the window on this Mercedes won't go up and down. So the shop owner gets the motor out, but it's still connected. And he taps on it while he pushes the button. And sure enough, the motor goes up and down. So it's defective. So then as he plays with it to see if he can get it to just, you know, die for some period of time, he can. So he lets it cool off, and then he goes back, and it works fine. But as soon as it gets warm, then it doesn't. So he calls the aftermarket warranty company, and they said, we don't cover wear and tear. (laughs) He says, what do you mean by that? And he says, well, obviously someone's used that window so much that the motor's gone. And he says, no, that's not the case. He says, this is just the failure of the motor. And he says, well, I need to know what failed in the motor. And the shop owner says, I, I'm not going to do an autopsy on this. Look at your thing, your contract says clearly that you cover window motors. 
this is a bad window motor and I'm not obligated to do an autopsy to tell you if the armatures um, are shorted or if the uh, bearing, the bushing uh, of the drive is bad or if the gear is stripped within it. I'm, it's none of that is important to me. Plus, this is a back window and these cars don't get a lot of action on the back window. Oh, so it died of age. A age. Well, as you go through all of this, he's saying you can't believe the aggravation. And I said, okay, Goody, did you win? And he goes, no. <laughs> he says, no. I said to that guy three, four, five times, it says in there, I'm showing, I'm looking at the policy that, that was purchased for this car, and it says you cover window motors. He says, we do, but this is too many miles on the car, blah, 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 and this is wear and tear. So it died of old age. And he says, so you don't really cover window motors. Under what circumstances do you cover window motors? And the guy goes, well, I can't tell you that because the answer is stupid. So Mel calls me, and he takes his car in, and he has this service agreement, and they do free service. So he buys three years of free service. Well, the first three years of your car, it's oil changes. That's all it is. Rotate the tires, check the brakes, check the fluids, the belts, the hoses, windshield wipers, that kind of stuff. You don't really get into heavy maintenance stuff on newer model cars north of 60. So 60K up to 100, then you're going to have some stopping points that might cost you a little money. So he takes it in, and he gets this free oil change, which at the most is $125 worth of, if it's a synthetic, and I think it was. But it needs tires. But in fact, there's no nothing to indicate it needs tires because it has sufficient tread all the way around. And it needs an alignment. Well, there's no signs on the front tire that there's an alignment problem. So the edge isn't feathered, um, nothing. There's nothing to indicate that the tires up front are pigeon-toed or duck-walking. There's nothing. There is a perfect alignment. The tires show that. Then I'm trying to think about what else they said. Oh, he needed a battery service for $42.95. Folks, I'll do a battery service for people for free and while I'm there on the car I'm going to take the garden hose and I'm going to put it on top of the battery and I'm going to just wash it up and clean it up a little bit and if there's a little corrosion on the terminal I put the hose right on the terminal and by the time I get back it's gone I go with some battery protector and I'm done then they wanted $149 to clean up his HVAC container now underneath your car behind the glove box there's this big box Inside there, hot air and cold air is sent to you. Sometimes we get a little moldy in there. So they want to hook up a machine that pushes this special fog in one side. Then they put this other machine on the other side that sucks it out. Well, we're going to go in, and basically what we're doing is we're desanitizing what would be your bathroom. Okay, it's just a small area for 150 bucks. Well, here's the problem. The problem is, is what's the symptoms? <laughs> what symptoms do I have? Remember this. What symptoms do I have that you're going to fix with this $142, $149 let's clean up the evaporator case? And I can tell you right now, they're not going to know what they are. Because the technician made this up, and it was given to the server, or the uh, shop foreman. The shop foreman gives it probably to the service manager, sometimes, sometimes not. Then the service manager gives it to the service writer, and the service writer calls you. Well, if you ask the service writer any questions like, what symptom are you going to fix? They're not going to know, and it's a great question. So they may ask it upstream, or they may just ignore you. But the bottom line is, is it's something that you should ask for every time. Why are you going to clean my battery for $42? What do you see? What symptom are you going to fix? Well, it just needs to be cleaned. 
I know, but what do you mean cleaned? Are you going to power wash it? Are you going to take it out of the tray? Is there corrosion all over it, like shaving cream all over it? Tell me what we got. What just needs to be serviced? That's what the technician said. Well, of course, he's probably making 30% of the ticket, so as much as he finds out. At the end of the day, the car's going to come in. We're going to get to look at the tires. We'll make a decision. We're going to look at the, the battery. We'll tell him yes or no, but we'll be honest with him. But there's a lot of shops that will be honest with him. There'll be a lot of shops that will be honest with him. So it's just a matter of a second opinion is always a good one. You don't have to taint the relationship. Take the paperwork you got from whatever shop you got. And take it somewhere else and just say, would you look these over? Do you agree with all of this work that needs to be done? But the bottom line is, is if I get a chance every three, 5,000 miles to sell you something, I'm more than happy to give you that oil change for free. But I want a guarantee, and for one hundred and forty nine ninety five I will do your oil changes for free, but you've got to come in every three thousand miles, which gives me a chance to bite your wallet that 's the way it is so mark salem doesn 't wash his battery down or his wife 's cars or any of the cars that we have at our shop just for the fun of it that doesn 't make any sense. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, if you've been told that you need something done on your car and it's something that you can remember the name and the price, then give us a call. 602, oh gosh, my papers are all covered up here, 602-508-0960, and we'll be right back. Larry Elder is over the mainstream media. President Trump, in a phone call with the lead investigator in Georgia, said, find the fraud. The man never said it. PBS NewsHour, CNN, everybody spread it. Were they all relying on just one source and lied about it to make it seem like they had other sources? Or did other people lie as well? Whole thing a lie. And the Washington Post has now issued a correction. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 6 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Hey folks, it's Seth Liebson. After a year filled with bad and hard news, my friend Solar Sandy has some good news. No power bills and no solar panel payments for one year. You heard me right. If you go with Solar Sandy, she'll pay your power bills and solar panel payments for one year. No matter your politics, a power rate increase is coming next year. I say skip it. In fact, skip power bills altogether. How about that for good news? Just click on AskSolarSandy.com to get started. That's AskSolarSandy.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. 
My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. The storks are bringing me a baby brother! We can do this together! All right, let's go! Storks know how to keep kids safe. Do you? What? Oh my gosh, you don't know! <gasps> I know! You don't! <laughs> oh man, you laugh when you're uncomfortable. <laughs> no! Making sure your child is in the right car seat is one of the steps to safer travel. I will rock this! You will rock this! To know for sure that your child is in the right car seat for their age and size, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool, very cool. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. I'm going to take a couple of callers. But first, Larry Harker's Autos at 38th Avenue and Indian School. Been around since 1967. Larry, or, um, <laughs> Jeremy and, and, and Bob are in the shop, and those two guys together are probably the best combination of technicians I've seen in a very long time. They can fix things that most people would struggle with, and they have, I don't know how many years of experience between the two of them. So I have actually used them because we couldn't find a problem, and I needed a fresh pair of eyes, and they were able to find it. And it was one of those that cost $137.50 to find it and then $6 to fix it. So if you're anywhere near the area of 37th Avenue, or actually 38th Avenue in Indian School, Larry Harker's Auto is a great place to go. Kevin, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark. Say you got a great show. I really enjoy listening to it. Say I've got a 2006 Dodge Ram 2500 pickup diesel. Okay. And I've got an instrument cluster question. Um, the tack in it is still working, but it's way out of um, calibration, okay. I guess. It's now at, at idle, it just uh, sits down near zero and bounces around a little bit and then goes at odd odd uh, RPMs at different times and, you know, different RPMs at highway speed and stuff. And my question is, do I have to replace the whole instrument cluster or is there a repair that might be able to be done to the circuitry behind it to fix that tack? Well, you bring up a good point because the problem can be the tack signal from like the crankshaft sensor, but it's not likely to be that because if the signal from the crankshaft sensor was defective, the, the truck wouldn't start. However, that signal is going to be used by the tachometer somewhere along the line. So it could go into the ECM, and then the ECM is going to send it to the module at the back of the dash, and then the module is going to send it to the printed circuit, then the printed circuit is going to talk to the tachometer. So this is a little bit of diagnostic, and unfortunately, the diagnostic may be more than the actual repair. But it's one of those things that it's $130.70 to find it, and then it's 
eight bucks to fix it because I have a bad connection, or it's another two hundred dollars for a tachometer. So there's all those moving parts. Um, does it ever? Is it ever act right? Ever? Well, when you're on the like the highway or going at steady speed, uh, the tackle stay at a steady RPM. But for example, for a given speed, it might not be at that, you know, anywhere close by well, anywhere, but it might be off uh, three or four hundred RPM the next time you're at that speed. Okay. So it's All not right. consistent, but it will. It doesn't just bounce around, for example. Okay. Okay. Well, I want you to try something for me. When you're driving down the road and you you know the tachometer is not necessarily where it ought to be or it's acting erratic, I want you to beat on the top of the dashboard. Okay. Uh-huh. Because if we have any kind of a bad connection at the back of the dashboard, and you beating on it will change the tachometer. It'll either make it behave, or it'll make it go away, or the needle will become erratic. That would help because then we know the problem's underneath the dash and not underneath the hood. So those yeah. are important things. There is a shop in Phoenix that I have referred people to that does the electronics, but I don't know their name right now. So if you would send me an email, mark at marksalem.com, mark with a K, at marksalem, like the cigarette, dot com, I'll do my best to find out who they are. Now, what part of town do you live in? I live up near Anthem, kind of Desert Hills. Okay. Um, I'm thinking... I'm thinking that it might be a good idea for you to come down to uh, Kurtz at I-17 and Bell. Or call Kurtz, C-U-R-T-S. Call Kurtz. And ask for Kurt and say, Mark Salem said to call you. And then you say, Mark Salem said that you don't have a prayer in hell of fixing this, but he said I ought to talk to you anyway. And and then tell him what you've got. I've got an erratic tack operation and I know that when I'm going down the road at 70 miles an hour, I should be at 1,700 in overdrive. And in reality, it might be at 11. And I know I'm not going 75 at 1,100 RPM. Those are the kinds of things, facts, that you tell him. But between Kurt and Eric, those two guys, there's a doggone good chance that they could identify the problem. Do you happen to know offhand um, in that cluster can you just replace the tachometer, or is it the whole cluster? Because all my other gauges seem to work fine. I'm quite sure that they're independent of one another, and there's a printed circuit back there. So when you have one of the devices that is bad, then you pull the dash panel out, and then you take that out, you undo the printed circuit, you put it back in. Now, there may not be a printed circuit, but there's going to be some kind of circuitry that attaches all those lights and all those gauges and all those inputs and all those outputs together. So I'm saying I am 90% sure you can service those gauges one by one. But I want to tell you something. That isn't going to be cheap. So if you decide to guess on that, I think you have about a one in four chance of guessing right. So I would mm-hmm. think that you'd probably want it diagnosed. And then you look at Kurtz and say, hey, I don't want any problems after this is done. You verified that it's wrong, and you've bid it and, and repaired. So, you know, for the next 90 days or whatever, I, I hope it'll work. It's okay for you to say that. Just say it with grace, okay? Right, right. So, Kurt, is that uh, just a um, general automotive service shop or a diesel shop or a dealer? Does both. You don't need a diesel okay. shop for this. This is electronic. Okay. But Kurtz does gas and diesel, and Eric okay. and Kurtz are going to be the two. And they're on the northeast corner of Bell and I- I-17, okay? 
All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Jason, you're up next. Good morning, Mark. How you doing? You know, I'm I'm alive and not in trouble, and my wife still likes me, and my dogs still like me, so things are good. Huh? Awesome. <laughs> hey, I love your show, by the way, but I just got a quick question. Are highway miles better for your car than city miles? The highway miles are better, and here's why. What we really want to do is do a complete heat cycle. So we want to bring it up to temperature, hold the temperature, and then we can cool off. Well, with city driving, we rarely get a heat cycle out of it. So you can drive to work, depending on how far it is, and you never really bring the engine up to operating temperature, which is 210 to 220. And that creates a problem because we boil the water out of the oil because water boils at 212. So once we get the engine oil up to 220, then the water is going to turn to a vapor and the PCV valve is going to suck it out of the engine and send it out the tailpipe. So by far, it's much easier to uh, drive many miles to work than it is to drive three blocks. Now, people, I got lots of old people, older people, in Ahwatukee and Mountain Park Ranch area that, that patronize me. And, and there are times that, that that will come up. And then the question is, is, why are you asking? Well, you know, three of us want to go to Flagstaff to shop. Take your car because you have 8,000 miles in two years, and I need you to stretch that pony's legs. So I think I would say to the girls, let's take my car. And that would be the good thing. Does that answer it? Okay. Yes, All right. sir. Thank you, Jason. And the lines are wide open, 602 508-0960-602-508-0960. And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, 1-800-960. Oh, I'm sorry, 888-960-9696. Toll free outside Phoenix, 888. And then 960 is 960, the Patriot. And then 9696. But for those of you in town, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and we can get you in just as quickly as we can. Again, you're making model. Then we'll talk about the symptoms. And then they, then it's time for us to have give and take, give and take. So that's important. 602-508-0960. My name's Mark Salem, and as soon as we get back, it'll be about three minutes. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. If you felt like your kids fell behind academically in this last year, this coming year does not have to be like that. In-person learning, a high level of classroom teaching, safe and Christian values. Christian schools have small class sizes. They're socially distanced. There's better academics, better character building, and they don't have to learn on your dining room table. Half-priced tuitions available now at our growing list of Phoenix area Christian schools. Go to aztuitions.com. That's aztuitions.com. 
Listening to 960 The Patriot online doesn't mean you have to sit at your desk. If you're on the run, doing housework, or on your drive home, 960 The Patriot is at your fingertips wherever you are or whatever you're doing with the Patriot app. The Patriot stream is now sponsored by Guns Etc., an A-plus company working together to bring you an A-plus listening experience. Download the app today at your app store. It's the best way to listen to your favorite shows no matter where you are. Brought to you by Guns Etc. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier-hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. A satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. It's after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday I'm here from 10 to 12 talking about cars, year making model, and talk about the symptoms. And you can ask questions if you want, but let's leave, leave the Google out of it and, and leave that so-and-so on the Internet said I needed to do that because, frankly, I'm not capable of diagnosing your car over the phone or over the radio show, and neither is he. Action Auto Repairs up at I-17 in Deer Valley has been around for a very long time. I've known Tom since 1983. He's been opened in 1983, a full-service, family-owned auto repair shop that's been serving the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since then. So if you need an ASE Master Certified Technician or if you want the very best of the best, then those technicians, ASE Masters, are the ones you should chase. So if you're in the, if you're near I-17 in Deer Valley and you're looking for a shop, may I suggest Action Auto Repair. And by the way, I'm an ASE Master, and actually I'm a, now classified as an ASE Master Emeritus. So I'm retired, and I get to keep the title, and I no longer have to take the test every five years that I've passed since 1991. So that's kind of nice. It's like getting your degree every year. Ken, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning. Uh, I spoke to you two weeks ago about my old Ford with a 3-liter V6, 
and you said I needed to replace my starter. And so I'm looking at the parts store website, and they all have remanufactured starters. So my question is, is there any quality difference between these uh, different stores and their remanufacturers? And is there any real quality difference between a one-year warranty and a lifetime warranty? Um, yeah, the answer is yes. First of all, the, no, there's there's no difference. There's, I don't know, four or five companies in the United States that do rebuilds. And every on your starter, they're going to check the windings and make sure they're not shorted. They're going to replace the front bushing and the back bushing. They're going to replace the brushes. They're going to wash it up clean, and you're going to get a starter back. The lifetime guarantee is a joke because somewhere along the line, there's something there. And besides that, what does lifetime mean? The car's lifetime, your lifetime, their lifetime. And as far as new is concerned, you're never going to find a, a starter that's new for your car. And even if they're new, they're made offshore. So um, to give you an example, 89% of the batteries are made by Johnson Controls in, in back east. So no matter what battery you see in the slot at, at, the, at Costco or, or Walmart, they're all made the same place. They all weigh the same. So I tell people, shop for the cheapest battery. But in your case, have you looked at who? Give me a couple of parts stores that you've called so far. Uh, well, I, I've been to the, I've checked the big box ones like uh, AutoZone, O'Reilly's, Advanced, and I called Parts Authority. Okay. Okay, Parts Authority is a place I do business with. I spend lots of money with Parts Authority. If your car was in my shop, then they would get my first call. Oh, okay. And I think you oh. should expect somewhere in a year to two-year warranty. They don't know if you're going to drive 5,000 miles a year, if you're going to do 20,000 miles a year, 25,000 miles a year. I don't know what they're going to give you, but they're not going to cover the labor, of course. So you'll have to do it again if that's the case. But I can vouch for Parts Authority. I use them myself. I'm a wholesale customer. I'm called an installer, so I'm buying a lot less than you are because my volume. But if you give me all those options, I'm, I'm voting for Parts Authority. Okay. And when it comes to warranty, because right now I'm pretty sure it's just brushes, but if I drive up to somebody and things cranks and starts, <laughs> they're not okay. going to warranty it, are they? No. They have to be able to see it. Um, and, and let me ask you a couple questions real quick here. Let's go back to where we need to be. When it doesn't start, does it click and doesn't crank, or does it make any noise at all? It clicks loudly but doesn't crank. Okay. I crawl underneath it with a hammer and hit it on the side near the rear end, and then, it's, then it cranks over and starts. Okay. I would bet that it, you'd have a 60 to 75% chance of putting that starter back in service by putting a set of brushes on it. I'm guessing... If you want to take it out and put a set of brushes in, by all means do it, because your symptoms mask the brushes. So the brushes aren't hitting the armature, and I love it that you're using the hammer because that's how we fix Fords. We beat on them. Yeah, that's right. And so, all righty, thank you. All righty, good luck to you. Brian, you're up next. How can we help you? Dan, good morning. How can we help you? Yes, good morning, Mark. Uh Enjoy your show. Thank you. Hey, do you have any uh, magic tricks for uh, removing rusty brake lines on, like, say, a 44-year-old Chevy truck? 
Yeah, see that? See all you Ford people, 44-year-old Chevy truck. Um, no, there is, there's no magic way to get those out of there. Um, it's just a matter, you know, some guys you'll use a little bit of heat, and they'll heat the area surrounding the fitting. Um, yeah, I tried you, that. I'll okay. look at. You know, it, it's... You, you may get to the point where you have to cut the line and put a socket on it and hammer it out with an impact gun. Now, okay. those those lines are going to feed. Is this the front or the back brakes on your truck? Yeah, the back brake. Okay, so the, no. they they plug right into the wheel cylinder. And so, yes, correct. Oh, okay. What, what, what about just uh, putting in a, a wheel cylinder kit, replacing the cups because the leaker. Oh sure, you can hone it out. You can buy a small uh, wheel cylinder rebuild kit, and with a little bit of brake fluid and a clean towel and a can of brake fluid, okay. go back in and out and hone it and put it together. Now make sure that you use brake fluid. You clean it up really good, but you use brake fluid to lubricate the cups and the and the pads on the end or the dust boots on the end. Okay. Okay. And when you take it yep. apart, pay attention to which way those cups are facing because they should face to the inside. But, okay. yeah, uh, if you want to do that, you can certainly do that. And, and if you feel comfortable by rebuilding that wheel cylinder, then that's absolutely. Because otherwise, you're going to have to put a wheel cylinder and a new line in there, which is no real big deal. You tell them you need a 28-inch yeah. line, and you bend it yourself, and you put it together. Okay. It's no big deal. Wow. Okay, doke. A, a, a kit should get me another 10 years, right? Well, frankly, uh, let me turn the question <laughs> around, Okay. Um, <laughs> let me turn the question around. Mark, okay. how often do you replace wheel cylinders? Uh, and, and well, we, we probably service 20, 25 cars a day. Um, we probably replace a wheel cylinder once a year. How often do you get the brake lines that are stuck? Oh, that's once a month. How successfully are you getting those out without tearing up the brake line? Ah, 75, 80%. We got some gray-haired guys there that have been around the block a couple of times. Does yeah. does Dan's idea sound hold water? Yep, yep. I wouldn't have given you that advice if it wasn't what's best for you. So you got it, Dan. Yeah. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, so you've got a one in five chance. Mike Gallagher thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour again. In 2021, this tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of the country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual places on earth. More than a vacation, this is a bucket list trip. I personally want to invite you to join us. Register now, worry-free, no cancellation fees, and full refunds up until May 8th. Call 855-565-5519, or go to StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason (laughs) 24-7. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. 
Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Most Friday nights, I can be found in the bed of my truck on an old Welcome back, everybody. Oh, boy, I don't know what I'm doing here because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But nevertheless, we'll push a button right here. Gil, bear with me. All righty, 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark's not paying attention to my end. Mark hadn't pushed all the buttons up, and so Mark was uh, in a bad way. Let's go to Cusser. Cusser, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, I've got a different kind of question for you that I haven't really heard much on your show. I'm uh, interested in a privately owned vehicle that's in Tucson, and I'm in Phoenix, and just wondering what I could do to get an independent shop in Tucson to take a look of look at it. I don't really know any shops there. Do you know any there? Anybody? No. Nope, nope. uh, what or, you're looking for is a what you're looking for is a used car checkover in Phoenix. That that's between a hundred and two hundred dollars. You want a list of things that you need now and why and you want a list of things you're going to need in the future and again the market here in phoenix is 100 to 200 dollars and they know what to do but i'm giving you the verbiage and the price range and uh but but cusser um i had a guy not too long ago that that came in and we did a used car checkover for him, and then he, he sat there and he wanted us to show him everything, and he wanted to argue with us. And so I just gave him his money back and told him to go away because I don't have time for that. If you hire me because I'm, I'm an expert in the field, and then you want to argue about that it needs brakes, I don't have time for that. So if you call Tucson, the easiest way to find a good parts store is, is to call, or a good shop is to call a couple of parts stores. Hey, my name's Cusser, and... I'm from Phoenix, and I'm looking for a good shop here. Would you give me the name of a shop that pays their bills, that's been around a very long time, 
that doesn't return everything after they try it and it didn't fix the car. Otherwise, they order an alternator, they, then they bring it back and say, oh, I, I didn't sell it, but it's been installed because they installed it. Oh, it's not the alternator. It must be the regulator. So those are the kinds of things. But you can call a couple of parts stores, and there's a good chance that you'll find some gray-haired, grizzly guy in the neighborhood of where your car's at. That, And then you call him and ask him about a used car checkover. Kenneth, good morning to you. How can we help you? Oh, hey, Mark. Great uh, radio show, by the way. Thank you. Um, I, I got a question about CV axles. Uh, I know I've used a few replacement ones in the past, and they've been uh, on other vehicles. They've not been good, uh, made out of China and they're cheap. So I've got a, a Ford Windstar, 2001 Ford Windstar, and I'm not sure what to do. So the Windstar um, has the original CV axles and boots in it. They've never been serviced. I've owned it the life of the vehicle it has extremely high mileage it has over 600,000 miles on the car and what would you recommend doing with those cv axles i was thinking about just having them repacked and put boots on them or i'm really not sure what's your thoughts on that okay well first of all um 90 percent of your car is made in china whether you like it or not yeah so i'm just telling you that i know a guy that goes to china and he buys parts, and he ships them here to huge warehouses. There's only four spark plug makers in the world, and they're all offshore. So any spark plug you buy is offshore. Batteries, there is General uh, Johnson Controls in, in the United States, so most of the batteries. But let me give you an example. The new Ford trucks have Hitachi rotating electrical starters and alternators, and they have Denso fuel controls. And both of those are made somewhere else. Then we got the trucks in Mexico, and everybody goes, your truck was made in Mexico. No, it wasn't. It was assembled in Mexico. So all this stuff about, you know, uh, frankly, it doesn't bother me. I buy parts. I buy name brand. Sometimes I don't buy the cheapest. Sometimes I don't buy the more expensive. But there's some name brands out there that I hang on to. So I'll answer your question bluntly. To have the boots yanked off and have them repacked and put new boots on is a bad idea. It's just a bad idea because when the boot tore, it slung all the grease out. Now we got metal-to-metal contact in the axle. Okay, uh, real quick, the, the boots aren't torn. They're still original boots, and they haven't torn on the vehicle. Okay, so why thinking, are you replacing them? Well, so we're starting to see just a little bit of grease around the edges of them. Uh, it's had been, I, my, so I've used Chinese axles before, and I've, I've actually had them broken on another vehicle we had. Uh, driving down the road, they actually broke. Um I don't know. I was just thinking about maybe having these axles rebuilt because they've been, well, but then they have, they have a ton of miles okay. on just, Okay. Yeah, just our, I'd, I'd like to get a set of original axles, but that's impossible oh, with yeah, a 20-year-old yeah. vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you, oh, you just... You just open up a whole new door. There's nobody in town that does axles. Why do, why do you call me for my opinion and then I offer it and you, you change it? I'm telling you that my shop buys axles from two vendors, and they're all rebuilt, okay. and we do warranty them, and we're not having any problems, but the most important part of ordering it is making sure that the axle you buy looks like the axle you're turning in. Lengthwise, collapsed, extended, diameter, splines, all that stuff. So, I, okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to rebuild your axle. I'm not going to put a new boot on it. I'm not going to pack it with grease, and I don't think anybody else is either because once they do that, they own that axle. And if it blows up because none, nothing that they did and the, 
the tire locks up and the car goes into a right-hand spin and you hit a telephone pole and the dog dies, God forbid nobody else does, then we're in the food chain. So if I were you, I'd call the auto parts store, the auto zones, the CarQuest, and the Napa. I would find out if they have axles for them. I'd find out what the warranty is. Most of them are going to be a year. And and then just shop by price if that's what you want. Or you know that Napa is going to be in business, and that might you might settle your hat there. Kenneth, that's the best I can offer you. And then 600,000 miles, let's put that in perspective. That's 12 times around the girth of the earth. So you've driven. No, it isn't. It's 4 times 6, 24 times, because it's 25,000 miles around the girth of the Earth. So you've driven the equator 24 times. Is my math right? I think so. But if not, then it's basically 25. So that's 25 every 100,000 miles. So that's 4 times 6. Yeah, yeah, 4 times 6, 24, 24 times, 25 times around the Earth. You've got to remember that, because that's pretty good for a Windstar. I would have bet against that. But the bottom line is, is that that, just just look for some good rebuilt axles and once you get there when you look and find out the the kind of axle you have or what you're buying you can google them and see what the google reviews say about that particular axle but it's not likely to have better than a four star because there's always the people that order the wrong axles they don't fit and that's why i told you to measure the collapsed collapsed length and the extended length that will help you plus the spines on both ends are going to be important so they get the wrong axle, it doesn't work, and so they give them a bad red rating. We've got open lines available. We're going to be back for another hour. So the line is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, you've got an 888 number for you, 888-960-9696. Gil, do we have anybody else? Oh, phone lines are open. Okay, phone lines are wide open. And, and when it comes to good car repair shops, there's a couple of guys in town that um, I, I tell you all the time are good guys, and one of them is Auto Dynamics in Sun City. Chuck, who started Auto Dynamics, I've known Chuck since 1968 when he had a Chevron gas station and I was working at a Shell. So his son Derek now is a part of the management and they don't sell unnecessary parts or repairs. They know they're in a retirement community, but that has nothing to do with the message they give their customers. So if you're, if it's a young pretty girl or it's an old gray-haired guy, they both get the same information. So they're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. Their technicians are not paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bill, which guarantees the shop that they're not going to sell you something that's uh, unnecessary it, to pad their, their bill. Oh, and we do have another caller. Who might that be? Hey, hello to Randy. Randy, good morning. Good morning. How can I help I you? Have a Maz- I, well, I have a Mazda, a 2019 Mazda CX-5, and uh, you said recently on the radio show that uh, we need to get on these and blow the carbon out. What exactly should I do? Uh, go up to Sunset Point, leave it in, not in overdrive, or I'm not sure what you were talking about. A carbon buildup or something in these little four-cylinder engines? Well, Help me. Okay, okay. All right. There are times that we have um, little old ladies in Albuquerque Mountain Park Ranch area that drive 3,000 miles a year, and the cars are kind of carboned up. 
it's not uncommon for us to put a seasoned technician in the car, and he'll go down to the the ramp on the freeway, and uh, he'll just put it to the floor as hard as he can, and he'll accelerate until he gets to the bottom of the ramp. Then he looks in his rearview mirror, and if the smoke looks like the James Bond just drove down that (laughs) entrance ramp, then he'll get off at the next ramp and do the same thing until nothing comes out of the tailpipe. Another thing you can do is, is, do you have a tachometer in your Mazda? Yes, I do. Okay. There's a red line on the tachometer. Let's pretend it's 5,000. So you put it in first okay. gear, you ma- you manage the shifts yourself, and you bring it up just under 5,000, and then you shift into the second, shift into third, and you look in the rearview mirror. If you do that once or twice, and what you're doing is, is you're running the horse as fast as it can go. If you don't throw a bunch of fog and brown and black out the tailpipe, then there is no carbon. So Okay. I, 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 it's kind of like a horse. You don't take the horse out of the barn and walk him around the house and get on him and walk to the mailbox, which is 400 steps away, and come back, and then all of a sudden expect to get on that horse and go, go on, a, on a roundup with a bunch of calves. So, but in, in most people's cases, they're going to throttle up hard like I described to you, and they're not going to have anything out the tailpipe. So it, that's really, and then there's some stuff you can put in your fuel tank to decarbonize the engine. If that makes you feel better, then go ahead and do it. But I doubt very seriously because it's going to be flammable. Once it gets into the cylinder, it's going to blow up just like the gasoline. And if the gasoline explosion doesn't blow the carbon off the cylinders and the top of the piston, it's not going to help any if you have this other chemical in there that's going to blow up. So, But thank oh. you for bringing that up. It, it, let me ask you a question. How many miles a year do you drive? Um, somewhere around 10,000. Okay, I, I doubt very seriously you're going to have any carbon. Do you ever punch it to the floor and kind of use passing gear? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, then, you're. I mean, you just be careful getting on the freeway because you don't want to go from the top of the ramp to the bottom of the ramp and end up at 60, 70, 80, 90 miles an hour. But I, I would imagine that if you throttle it down to the floor, that this decarbonization is not something you need. Now, let me explain again. The decarbonization is typically caused by a rough idle or that you know that this car's never seen more than 25% throttle. You can tell by looking at the driver. You can tell by the thing's got 2,000 miles a year. You can tell by the customer lives in a retirement community, blah, blah, blah. So, and, and, and if you're working on a performance problem and you go out on the freeway and you lay down a James Bond smoke screen, then you kind of go, okay, well, let's see how it idles now. So those are the kinds of things. I'm not suggesting everybody go out and decarbonize your motor because maybe one out of 5,000 cars would benefit from that. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are open. There's five of them. Gil's going to answer. Don't use bad words because he's going to hang up on you because his wife uses bad words at home, and he doesn't like it there either. So don't use any bad words. But Gil's one of the best engineers I've ever had. He's a great guy, and he talks in my ear when I'm talking to you. And sometimes he uses bad words, but I'm sure that he just learns those from his wife. So again, the number is 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. All the lines are wide open for you to call. 